Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everybody, welcome back into the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. This is the Practice Report. It is brought to you by Byers Auto. I am Austin Ward. That is Spencer Holbrook, Tim May, and Zach Carpenter. Ohio State getting ready to take on the Spartans. A huge top 10 showdown Saturday noon in the Horseshoe. It's also senior day, so before we get into this actual matchup, there was a little bit of news for Ohio State as they put together their list of players who will participate. Seems like it was more notable for the names that weren't on there, Spencer. Yeah, the, the name that jumped out to, to, I think, you was Taraji Mitchell, but yeah. the one that jumped out to me was Matthew Jones because this is one of the most versatile players on the entire offense. I think he's a guy who could play center, he could play guard. They've asked him to play a lot in the back half of the season, and when you talk about guys they could replace and different people that, that are, you know, Paris Johnson's going to go outside next year. Yeah. And and Nicholas Petitfer had the, has the chance to come back. He's on the list. So yeah. you, you're talking about a guard spot that's automatically going to be open. And and for Matt Jones to not be on that list is definitely notable because he can move people right now. Imagine one more year in this program, he could really be, a, you know, an impact guy coming back for the Buckeyes. Anybody else stand out to you on there, Tim? Yeah, I mean, well, Taraji Mitchell not being on there, yeah. but, uh, but the bottom line is, I mean, clearly he has more to prove. Uh, and uh, the fact that Matt Jones, you know, he's he's one of their top six linemen this year. Why not have one more shot at the brass ring, you know, proving what you're all about, et cetera, and mid being, you know, your line, you know, next year. So, you know, you kind of like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, was Garrett Wilson on the list? <laughs> well, Sh- see, shouldn't he well, have I, was, I was asked about this a number of times. Ohio State does not allow right. juniors the option Correct. to participate in senior day. It is called senior day, and I think the fact that, if anyone needs a reminder, yes, it's clear that Garrett Wilson is probably going to the NFL draft, just like it was when Chase Young was going out. If Chase Young, the most obvious top five draft pick maybe in the history of the program, yeah. uh, is not allowed to participate in a senior day, then Garrett Wilson was not ever going to be given that option. I do like, I do enjoy, though, the fact that he was asked, like, have you thought about this being your last day? And, like, everyone always says, you know what, no, I try not to think about it. And Garrett <laughs> Wilson was just like, oh, yeah, I have thought about that a lot, actually. Yeah, because it will be his yeah. last game. Uh, and coming off a pretty good one, by the way. Also, you know, Jerron Cage was on that list. It, it, he'd been hinting at this for a little while, that he would take advantage of that extra year. Uh, a couple fumble recoveries in key situations, obviously, for Ohio State. And Josh Proctor, who way back in September, uh, mentioned that he was planning to come back after that season-ending injury. Yeah, Those are important, too, Zach, for just what you and Berm are always looking at, and Spencer as well, on talking stuff, how that affects the numbers. But you want as much veteran experience as you can have on this roster. Yeah, exactly. I think that's something that Ohio State has always has, has an eye toward the future, but also the present, of course, when you're trying to win another Big Ten championship and a, a national championship. Yep. I think having that talent, I mean, John Cage has come on as one of the like, more, I guess, underrated. Yeah. He was very undervalued, maybe, whatever the term that you want to <laughs> use of under, um, under the radar, even there's another one, yeah. underutilized. Overlooked. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think that he can make a, he's obviously uh, showing that he can make an impact no matter what. Uh, I want Josh Proctor to return selfishly because I've been touting <laughs> this guy forever. This yeah. was finally going to be both. the year, you know, and wow, wow, that was very unfortunate. This could also be, Spencer, a pretty big Jerron Cage game when you're trying to get ready for Kenneth Walker in Michigan State just to, to spin that a little bit forward to how it impacts Saturday. You know, he's not ever going to be a guy that 
attacks the quarterback and racks up sacks maybe the way that Haskell Garrett did. But if you need somebody to plug up the middle, Jaron Cage has that body type and maybe more athleticism, overlooked athleticism, uh, than he gets credit for. Yeah, they always call offensive linemen like people movers. He's like the people stopper because like <laughs> if you try to move him on the offensive line, like it's not happening. He's massive and uh, he can scoot too. We saw that a few weeks ago. But uh, I, I, the it's defensive scoot. line is interesting to me right now because Haskell Garrett is obviously dealing with something yep. that, that they don't want to discuss. And that's fine. You know, they, they don't talk about injuries a lot inside this building. But there's obviously a need for run stuffers because Haskell Garrett can do it all, but not when he's a little hobbled. And I mm. think that injury is a little more, uh, you know, hampering Seriously. than what we've yeah. been t- what we've been told or what we've been led to believe. And so Jaron Cage is going to be absolutely massive in this game, and, and not just you know by the his size, but the way that he moves and the way he sheds blocks. He and Teron Vincent, and then Haskell Garrett if he can go, and those guys in the middle, like the ability to slow down between the tackles, what Kenneth Walker does, and make sure that he doesn't turn those two-yard runs into ten-yard runs or even six or five-yard runs. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the story of this game because if you get Michigan State in these third downs, really tough for them. Teron Cage is going to be huge. Yeah, and this is an offense they're facing. You know, that's is as balanced as they faced all year in terms of some pretty decent performers at the at the main spots, meaning the running back, the leading rusher in the country. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker the third, he wasn't good enough, I guess, for Wake Forest. <laughs> I always like to get that dig in there. That's crazy. Uh, Peyton Thorne, who's like really come on, you know, they obviously got their comeuppance against Purdue, but these three receivers, which they were touting at one point to be maybe, <laughs> we talked about that on my podcast this week, ladies and gentlemen. It's crazy for anyone to compare three receivers to the three at Ohio State this year. But they are. I think more... you could take, you could pick three receivers off of any team in the country, well, yeah, yeah. and you still said, wouldn't be able to match up with this roster. I knew you'd I mean... get him going, and that, you're exactly <laughs> correct. But we digress, right? Yeah. The bottom line is uh, this is as close to a big time balanced attack as maybe Ohio State's going to face until it gets maybe to the playoffs. And maybe even then, right. I'm talking about on paper. So. You got to you got to have those front four really zoned in on the running game, stopping the run, uh, freeing up the linebackers, et cetera, to do their thing, whether it's run or pass. And yeah, I think Jaron Cage might be up to that. Yeah, and something I'm I'm curious about that I kind of just thought of is uh, Ohio State seems to be going more to that four uh, two with yeah. the mm-hmm. hybrid yep. hybrid guy. Doesn't this kind of feel like yeah. a throwback game? Yeah, throwback Big Ten game where I don't know. Are you guys thinking maybe they go back to playing more four three sets or I, I mean because it does feel like this could be a game where, yes, we're talking about the defensive lineman like Haskell Garrett and John Cage needing to have a big game up front. But I also feel like this is going to be a huge game for the linebackers to step up, like Steel Chambers, mm-hmm. continuing that defensive MVP type of season that he's having to, <laughs> to be sure tacklers. It'll be an interesting debate. And, you know, there's always a debate about this Ohio State defense as the year's gone on. But I think the evolution that they've made with the way Ronnie Hickman can play, he's Correct. you can turn him from a defensive back into a linebacker like that, and I I think he, you know, he is such a tackling machine that that cures some of that. They can still maintain the flexibility to defend a team that can throw it pretty well, uh, and still come down and, and get Kenneth Walker on the ground. That would be, I wouldn't think that. So you'd be predicting that. It's I would not think they would. I don't think they would change it to go with more of those three linebacker looks. I think they they like what they're getting out of this. I, I certainly understand where you're coming from, and I, I think that's an option that you put on the table for sure because this is maybe a game that does suit Tommy Eichenberg a little bit better than than some others, and he's mm-hmm. coming along, and, and he's going to go put his hat in there to stop the run. And, you know, Taraja Mitchell can do that part as well. It doesn't suit either of those two guys when you're getting to a pure throw game, but mm-hmm. there are certainly going to be, I think, opportunities maybe more this week than in weeks past where they could help 
alongside Chambers and Simon. And maybe even more next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because I think you're previewing a Against little... a team that can't <laughs> throw it at all. Yeah, I think, I think you're previewing one week early because I do think this team can throw the ball well enough where you need to respect what they do in the secondary. Correct. You know, and what they can do over the top with Naylor and Reed and a couple other different guys and so it's interesting. Like Tim said, this is a really balanced team. And Ohio yep. State's going to – I do think Ohio State is going to have to put a lot on the table to try to defend what this team throws at you because they'll do anything, you know, to – So would you, would you be more nervous – I mean, from watching stuff and watching Michigan State, Michigan, or would you be more nervous for Ohio State's defense going up against this offense, the Michigan's offense? Uh, Not that we want to preview Just from Michigan a balance standpoint, yeah, because you got you got to respect uh, both, both ends of it. But number two, like uh, Austin was alluding to there – this is so much different a test for this defense than last week was, and that's that's the strange thing about playing defense in the Big Ten. You they're running into this is a totally different offense. You know, I mean, we all knew Purdue was going to throw the ball 50 times to have a shot, yeah. and uh, this is the flip of that. I mean, I mean, when they came back, they made their big comeback against Michigan a couple of weeks ago. I'm talking about Michigan State. Kenneth Walker the third was part and parcel to. He scored five touchdowns, and uh, they never got away from that. Sure. You know, they were down, and they, he will make you pay. I think they were down sixteen points and still just running the ball in Correct. first and yeah. ten and second and four, and you know, just continuing to lean on on what you what you do defensively. And I think that's something that Ohio so State's you can never do. relax against the run with this team right. as long as he's on the field. And it's tough to separate. You know, that's the challenge for Ohio State. To, to Zach's point, you know what's coming. They're back to back top ten showdowns. It's for us. It's maybe easier because we don't have to prepare to play the game. Yeah. Ohio State has to be just worried about the one team that's on the video board and not two. But you know, I think to answer your question, Michigan State is much more competent and efficient offensively than Michigan, and I don't think Michigan State is not even close. And then Michigan's defense is much better. We'll get to that matchup when we get to it. Michigan State has all kinds of problems with a pass defense that is the worst in the country. That's hard to comprehend. When you think about Michigan State and the way that they've built that program and the toughness and the defensive execution that Mark D'Antonio built there, that's just weird. And it doesn't bode particularly well when you're playing C.J. Stroud, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. Uh, that's a problem. But this is what Mel Tucker did. I mean, you know, you don't you don't rebuild everything all at once. So I thought he did a great job in the transfer portal about getting some competent guys back there, you mm-hmm. know, on defense. But clearly, the defense is behind the offense in this regard, and that's that. That's what I, I marvel at what he did in, in reshaping the roster. But you still have to recruit, you know, yeah. a certain level of a defensive player to get you back to that level. And they, that's what had fallen off in the D'Antonio last couple of years. And uh, and obviously last year they didn't have anybody like that. But uh, but yeah, they they they've. They've almost got to get into a scoring match on, on Saturday to make this happen for them. I think this is where you're going to see Ohio State really be able to open everything up because Michigan State knows the numbers. They know what Ohio State does in the passing game. Yeah. They know how bad they are defending the pass. They've got to do something to try to slow that down. So what do you do? You drop guys. What does Ohio State do then? They hand it off to the best running back in America who 
Oh, is whoa, playing, revelation. Wait, who he's is playing, grown. you know, and, and if, if if that doesn't work, then they're going to give it to Mayan Williams. That's high who, praise for him. I was going to say. I'm not, Mayan who, Williams is the guy who ran for 100 yards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who ran for 100 yards. <laughs> oh, was he saying Mayan Williams is <laughs> the best runner? No, right I was right trying to make the joke, right? but then he cut me off. Okay. Yeah. So I, <laughs> You average more yards per carry than the other guy last week. Exactly, but it's it's pick your poison here. And, you know, if, if Michigan State tries to – to finally rectify this pass defense, it's yep. going to be a really long day for them because there's going to be holes for Travion Henderson and, and Mayan Williams to run through, maybe even C.J. Stroud to run through. We saw that for the first time. Mm. Uh, you know, one this is time. one of those moments in history, ladies and gentlemen, where Ohio State might have the best totally balanced and best offense in the country. They can do whatever they need to do, theoretically. I don't even think that's a might be. I think that's a definite. If they can protect. I know. I mean, it's <laughs> this is special. I even asked Ryan about that, Ryan Day, about that in a press conference today. You know, the, Wow, you know, I mean, they're at that pinnacle. And I saw a stat today. They're Ohio State points per drive, 3.96 points per drive. It is by far and away the best in the country. Uh, if you don't know anything about points per drive, 1.9 to like 2.5 is usually about average for a good offense, and they're at 3.96 points per drive. Mm. At one point, they Seems were at good. like a point per play yeah. after that month ago. It's yeah. going to Akron and You're Tulsa and everything now. like that. Um, <laughs> Thank goodness for Noah I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny that, uh, that Spencer asked, so uh, Ryan, is Chris Olave then? Is he going to be the guy after Jackson and then Garrett? Because you never know. You never know who in this offense, which receiver is going to be able to go off. I mean, it's kind of pick your poison. That's why, I mean, we, we talked about the defense a second ago. I kind of feel like Ohio State's going to – I know this isn't the Bull Predictions podcast, but <laughs> I kind of get the feeling that Ohio State is going to be able to exploit that that Michigan State pass defense, I mean, pretty early on in the first half and kind of get out to a, pretty a, big, bold, man. a big enough lead to where, I mean, I don't know if the Michigan State's going to be able to run the ball like they did against Michigan. I mean, I know you said in the comeback they kept running it and running it, but I don't I don't know if I see that happening. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see. You've got a full week of preparation or, or half a week to go. Ohio State will be back on the practice field on Tuesday afternoon here in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. Already knocked out some of their media obligations with us to give us a practice report, which is brought to you by Byers Auto. That's Spencer Holbrook, Tim May, Zach Carpenter. I am Austin Ward. Uh, stay with us for full coverage all week. We'll be back in here for another practice report on Wednesday night after the Buckeyes get another one uh, under their belt. And uh, we'll have everything leading up to Saturday at noon in the Horseshoe. Stay with us at LettermanRow.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.